I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. I'm recording this in September 2020. It's the time of year when many churches are celebrating their harvest festivals. But yesterday, we heard from the government that a second wave of coronavirus is imminent and many more restrictions on how we live our lives have been imposed. At one of my churches, we will gather on Sunday to celebrate harvest, but with no display of flowers or produce. This is probably the first time that this has ever happened in the 140-year history of this particular chapel. But that doesn't mean that we can't celebrate. It simply means that it will be different. Harvest is a season of thankfulness, a time of appreciating all that we have rather than what we don't have. Harvest is a chance to marvel at the creative power of God. To help us do that, let me read you the first 13 verses of Genesis, the first 13 verses of the Bible. God created the sky and the earth. At first the earth was completely empty. There was nothing on the earth. Darkness covered the ocean and God's spirit moved over the water. Then God said, let there be light and light began to shine. He saw the light and he knew that it was good. Then he separated the light from the darkness. God named the light day, and he named the darkness night. There was evening, and then there was morning. This was the first day. Then God said, Let there be a space to separate the water into two parts. So God made the space and separated the water. Some of the water was above it, and some of the water was below it. God named that space Sky. There was evening, and then there was morning. This was the second day. Then God said, Let the water under the sky be gathered together, so that the dry land will appear. And it happened. God named the dry land Earth, and he named the water that was gathered together Seas. And God saw that this was good. Then God said, Let the earth grow grass, plants that make grain, and fruit trees. The fruit trees will make fruit with seeds in it, and each plant will make its own kind of seed. Let these plants grow on the earth. And it happened. The earth grew grass and plants that made grain, and it grew trees that made fruit with seeds in it. Every plant made its own kind of seeds, and God saw that this was good. There was evening, and then there was morning. This was the third day. I'm going to stop there, but the story continues with God creating the sun and moon and stars, the days and weeks, the seasons, and of course, people. We read and ponder on this. And it really does remind us that God is big. God is beyond our wildest imagining. God's power knows no limits. 
And so it's even more amazing to then realise that God is still able to know and love each one of us. Just take a moment to think on that. And this leads me nicely onto our next Bible reading, this time from the book of Jonah. Let me just remind you of the story. The city of Nineveh has turned away from God and the people are doing all sorts of things that they shouldn't be doing. And God calls on a man called Jonah to go to the city and deliver a message for him. Either mend your ways or you'll be in big trouble. Jonah doesn't want to do this for God and so he runs away. Ends up on a boat, God sends a storm, Jonah is thrown overboard and swallowed by a whale and three days later is vomited up by the whale onto a beach. So he goes to Nineveh, delivers God's message and lo and behold the people respond positively and turn back to God. God forgives them. But Jonah is really fed up with God for letting them off and so he stomps off in a mood. Have a listen to the story. Jonah was not happy that God saved the city. Jonah became angry. He complained to the Lord and said, Lord, I knew this would happen. I was in my own country and you told me to come here. At that time, I knew you would forgive the people of this evil city. So I decided to run away to Tarshish. I knew that you're a kind God. I knew that you show mercy and don't want to punish people. I knew that you're kind and if these people stop sinning, then you would change your plans to destroy them. So now, Lord, just kill me. It is better for me to die than to live. Then the Lord said, Do you think it's right for you to be angry? Jonah went out of the city to a place near the city on the east side. He made a shelter for himself and sat there in the shade, waiting to see what would happen to the city. The Lord made a leafy plant grow quickly over Jonah. This made a cool place for Jonah to sit and helped him to be comfortable. He was very happy because of this plant. The next morning, God appointed a worm to eat part of the plant. The worm began eating the plant and the plant died. And the story continues, with Jonah and God continuing to argue. But I want to leave it there because I want to just think about the worm for a moment. This is a, a wonderful phrase, isn't it? God appointed a worm. Worms are pretty lowly creatures. I don't know if they have brains or not. They certainly don't have arms or legs, hands or feet. And yet they play a vital part in maintaining healthy soil so that creation can flourish. And in this story, the worm has a special job to do, appointed by God. The point I want to make is that with God, everyone has a part to play. There's a role for each and every one of us in God's world. And when we work together in harmony, then God's world, God's creation, flourishes. God's story continues to be written through our actions. That's something that makes you think. 
So as we celebrate the harvest season, giving thanks and marvelling at God's mighty creating power, we're also mindful that we all have a part to play in helping all of creation to flourish. That's it for now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.